This is Earth Tribe Radio, your home on planet Earth, www.earthtriberadio.com. Hey, Fiona. Hey, Jill. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, even with all these eclipses and astrological fires <laughs> and uh, things happening in the world. Um, there's something that I read the other day. And, of course, I I love to... I'm going to just pause there because I just have to... This is a new kitten we have here to be a little brother to McVitie the kitty. And so you'll hear a little bit of noise. (laughs) He's just bringing his toys downstairs. Yes, his toys that were upstairs. Okay. So when I read something... Uh, and it, how I like to put it, it echoes inside me, it, you know. And then I call Fiona and say, let's have a chat about this. So this is the quote that I read, and this is what it brought up in me. Hmm. The quote that I read is, uh, uh, our world is intent on celebrating sameness. And if I look at that, that's what echoes in me. Yeah, yeah. We need to be, I like you because you're the same as me. It makes me feel safe. It makes me feel safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thinking of that, our world is intent on celebrating sameness. I keep thinking, you know, how much we, you and I and others, work on helping people be be become themselves yes you know that wonderful quote be yourself everybody else is already taken and the power of being you that's why you're you so i thought in seeing this our world is intent celebrating sameness and so i i i i see the challenge so many are faced with then on how 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 do we express our uniqueness how do we find the truth of who we are and express our weakness uh, our uniqueness when the world it seems like it's kind of conspiring to make us all want to be the same thing well it is there is safety it is considering that we have been tribal for eons and we only been out of it what a thousand years they say or less than a thousand years so I think when people are in a tribal situation, they tend to be similar because it's safe. It's safer, and I think to step out of that makes people feel unsafe. Mm. And so we're dealing with fight and flight situations. Fight and flight. Like if I'm different, how can I stand alone and be safe? How can I stand alone and be, you know, if I am who I am, and this person and this person and this person and my family don't like me, then I'm I, I'm not a part of a tribe. So how can I survive? And the fight and flight, I think, is a huge issue for us. You know, the fear of of uh, being different, I think, is very tied into fight and flight. So, but this is also, well, the fight and flight within us comes back to the beginning of our existence on mm-hmm. on Earth, and you would think of the billions of years that we have already been on Earth as humans walking on two legs, that we would have figured 
out something a little bit more conscious than fight or flight? <laughs> it's pretty hard because it's such an automatic response. I mean, even those of us who have been working on ourselves to become, you know, even more and more conscious as we go, if something happens, it's very easy for us to drop into fight and flight. Um, it's just because it's an inbuilt system within us. And I think to be able to bring consciousness to that and move beyond it is a quest. Well, I really think it's something we need to promote. <laughs> I think that's a good plan. Because if we if we don't, then people feel like they've got to be the same. I just think unless if we don't in our minds uh, just have you know maybe have a little bit more awareness about having if we have a reaction to something, looking at that, what is the reaction? that I'm having is this a fearful thing am I trying to dodge this is it because I really want to be liked by this person why would I why do I want to really be liked by this person um, so I'm not saying let's grill ourselves but if we really want to change this around I, I don't want to die in old age having been a lemming all my life you know <laughs> that is not you Jill but yes <laughs> But, but still, you see and, what I mean? And, uh, the, it's the, not their fault, though. It, no, this yeah, is yeah. the whole point yeah. of the world is conspiring to show us sameness is good. Well, that's so that they can control everything is, in a certain extent. Well, if you think of this, though, that, that everybody's watching similar programs on television <laughs> if they're watching TV. We get, people get the same ads. And so, you know, you see all these things, you see all these people. And I think, you know, we grew up, I grew up without TV because I grew up uh, for the first eight and a half years in Africa. And then dad wouldn't let us have it until I was 13. So, um, good dad. <laughs> so, it, but for the majority of us, we see people doing this, we see people doing that, and it's similar. And, and the media has a huge influence on that. I think it's always been. But I think now it's kind of more homogenized in that the world is looking at similar programs all over the planet. And I think that you're absolutely right. If we ask ourselves, what what is it that is making me so pushed to be the same as this person or yeah. feeling like I shouldn't be different? Or, you know, we've gone back to this. What dictates beauty? Yes, you know, and you get to the quote, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm -hmm. So It is totally true. And that there are, for example, in New York City, there are some clubs where you have to be over, the woman has to be over like 200 pounds before she's allowed to come into yeah. the club. It's a club for heavy people. Yeah. And it, it's it's a very popular club. I don't know the name. It's, but it's, uh, so those people think that heaviness is beautiful. Yeah. And then there are most of the rest of the Western world anyway, it has that thing that, you know, the Duchess of um, Windsor said, which is you can't be too thin or too wealthy. Yeah, well. um, is that what she said? Something like Something that. Something like that. <laughs> so it's like, um, but it's that's very much dictated by the media too, always. So here's the thing, you know, the media is dictated also by what it can sell. Absolutely, yeah. So I would like to gather the forces of different different looks and beliefs and all the differences and let's um, let's encourage the media to 
to do it the right way. Well, to include all the differences. We are part of the media, I guess. I, I guess we are. <laughs> in, in a I very, just think very of us small in the way. Void here <laughs> With the weed whacker going the next door. Weed no, um, Yesterday it was the carpet cleaners. Oh, oh no. <laughs> what a terrible noise that was. So I, I think maybe when we get up in the morning and we're getting dressed, most people either really spend a lot of time in the mirror or avoid it. Yeah. Maybe look at yourself and just say to yourself, I am who I am. I'm enough as I am. And let me be conscious throughout the day for when I am trying to be like someone else. Yes. That's so good. Every morning, you know, you wake up and who do, what do I want to see in the world today? I want to see peace and harmony. So I'm going to be peace and harmony. Mm. I would like to be able to express me because I'm worth it. And I would like all of you to say, I'd like to express me. Now, when I say that in a huge general way, I always mean it. I will express who I am with respect for all others. You know, respect and compassion for all others. So by accepting who I am does not mean I exclude anybody else. Mm-hmm. No. Well, I think if we really accept who we are, isn't it, that when we really accept who we are and when we really are able to feel that completeness of who we are, th- there isn't a choice of, uh, re- of, of negating other people because we don't need to. And the other thing is for the rest of us, when we see that in someone, it is, so, it is the most attractive quality. Mm-hmm. It goes beyond the physical attractionness or non-attraction it goes way beyond that if there is such an attraction to somebody who knows who they are and is fine with that if you think of many of the famous people on the planet most of them are unique fairly unique oh, yeah. not all of them some of them you know carbon copies but but and again not judging anybody because we're just stuck in this kind of um running on the on the wheel most for most of us so if we if we say then you know that we ask the um ask ourselves i'm going to be really conscious now and every so often in the day just check in with yourself yeah. and say have i been conscious am i just relaxing relaxing my face belly as you always say and just saying let me just be me and you know go on with my day as this and if you forgot uh-huh. <laughs> to do that today well, you know when you go to bed at night maybe reflect back and say can i find a time during this day where I wasn't myself, and why wasn't I myself? Tomorrow, I'm going to be myself. And, as and best I can. As best I can, because that's how we're going to we're going to do it. Yeah, and I think looking in the mirror can be really helpful because we tend to look in the mirror, and if we're not the way we be, we think we should be, we go, "Oh my God, I I'm awful," or "Oh my God, look at me." Instead of saying, "I am beautiful." And doesn't matter whether people see that or not, I am still beautiful. And if you take, I can't think, if you take, you know, Mother Teresa, she was not beautiful. Yeah. She was, you know, little and round, and, and uh, or maybe she wasn't tiny. round, she looked tiny. Um, and she wasn't conventionally beautiful, but she had this beautiful energy in her, and, and other people too. You know, it, the, it's like people don't have to be. Yeah, what we call perfect 
to be outstanding, and most of them in the world and who are outstanding are not. I mean, exactly. If you, but you, mm-hmm. but you see it in their whole body, their whole carriage, their the, what comes through their eyes is the beauty on it. And I, I, w- I, I will make a confession here because I think it might have a bearing on this. If um, I prided myself for years of being able to walk past a mirror and not look in it. (laughs) You know, and I used to say, oh, I could have a room full of mirrors and I wouldn't look in it. So one of the things I would say is, because having been an actress, you're trained not to look in the camera lens. You know, you, you can skirt the whole room, but you don't look in the camera lens. So, but the reason I could do that so well, <laughs> it wasn't the other way around. The reason I could do that so well was I did not think enough of myself. I would not look at myself in the mirror, not brushing my teeth, not doing anything because I wanted to be somebody other than I was, which is why I had wanted to be an actress. Well, and the deal was that you had somebody going with their recycling. We have a lot of I people know, moving sorry around. About no, that today. it's not your it's fault. It's life today. <laughs> it's life. Uh, but the uh, and you know you had quite a lot of recognition for your looks at that time as well. I mean, you were photographed and and had. But even before all of that, I grew up not thinking I had. Much worse. I wasn't pretty. I wasn't loved. I was to be kept away from other people, that sort of thing. So for me to be able to look into a mirror was a hard thing to do. And so when you say look in the mirror, I I recall back on my first time of, okay, looking in a mirror. And it's not to look for everything that you don't like about yourself or you wish something to be different. That's a good point. So I don't, yeah, having been through this, I've tried not to look at myself in the mirror. So when you do practice this, and a good time is when you wash your face and brush your teeth in Mm. the morning, is look into your eyes. Just keep looking into your eyes. Um, When you look into your eyes, if you smile, see if that smile comes through your eyes. And if you rage, what happens in your eyes? If you laugh, look at your eyes, because your eyes will take you and show you the gift of who you are. Mm, that's so wonderful. I, I had a sim- not a similar, but I had an experience with mirrors when I was in the opera company. Once we'd learned all the music, which was where we'd be sitting somewhere in the maybe ABC or somewhere, and then we would come to underneath the theater where the huge mirrored walls were. And I never, I didn't want to look in the mirror. So the choreography would be teaching us, the choreographer would be teaching us choreography, and I would be not looking in the mirror because I hated looking yeah, in the mirror. You see, we were the same. <laughs> and so he was he was yelling at he would be yelling at me uh, to you know pay attention because I'd be I'm a little dyslectic anyway I go be going the wrong way um, so yeah I, th- I think. <laughs> I think, I think, but I think it's amazing. There's probably a lot of people who yeah. have a similar thing. So, mirror work is is really quite a good thing for us to use, yeah. even if it's really difficult, and if it's just a few moments yeah. every day. And a few moments, day and night, um, at the sink, looking in looking in the mirror. Uh, if you put on makeup, maybe do a little ceremony like 
looking into your eyes and finding you before you put your makeup on. And then see just slowly as you put your makeup on what, what is it you're doing, what is it you're expressing with that. And then at the end of the day when you're washing it off and coming back to um, f- look at yourself and look at your eyes and uh, with humor and love. Mm. because it's a practice it's a practice so mirror practice never look in the mirror unless you're going to smile at yourself or wink at yourself and love yourself use the mirror that way it'll start your uniqueness coming forth I really believe and if you look at the actresses Meryl Streep um, was rejected by a couple I think because he said she was ugly (laughs) And, uh, you know, she isn't, I mean, she can really look very wonderful with all the makeup and everything, but by by right, she's not an Elizabeth Taylor or any one of those people but who is recognized. she's a woman who knows who she is. Uh, but she's a woman who knows she, and people love that about her, and she is probably one of the great, if not the greatest actress of our time, or actor of our time, because she's just so grounded in who she is, and people see that and like it. I mean, maybe somebody listening doesn't, but but the general population does. So, you know, if you if you just feel who you are, as Jill said earlier, people start to see it yes. and, you know... And see the gift of who you are and see past anything that you're judging yourself for. You know, it's it, it answers a lot of things about bullying and everything. When we when we can stand in the strength of who we are, that's why it's so important to me. That's why when I saw that quote, our world is intent on celebrating sameness, I thought, oh, let's not go there, <laughs> you know? It's like Don Alejandro would say, you want to go into a beautiful garden? Do they all have one color flowers, same flowers, or are they multitude of flowers and plants and the richness of that? And so somewhere in the richness of that garden is you, your uniqueness of self. I want to find you. Thanks, Fiona. Thanks, Jill. You've been listening to Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com.